1: G'day guys, just a reminder that tonight, 6pm on YouTube, the off-season episode, four drops, uh, myself, Matty, the water boy, and of course, Jackson Hastings, going through the most underrated halves of all time, this is absolute cracking content, it is YouTube exclusive though, so go to YouTube, type in Rugby League Guru, subscribe there, and at 6pm you'll be able to watch that one live, this is one not to be missed.
0: He's got
1: the premier chance. He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend. And probably rugby league immortality. That's not a trial, that's a miracle. G'day guys, welcome back to the rugby league guru podcast. Sunday morning here, and we've just had two more of the quarterfinals that have finished. Overnight, the first game, England 46 over PNG 6. A 40 point victory there to the English. I thought this game would be a little bit closer than what it was, but to be honest with you, England, they came out of the gates unbelievably quickly, unbelievably aggressive as well. And PNG, they're a big aggressive side, and England really took it to them. So a lot of confidence to take out of this one. I think that this is outside of Samoa, who obviously didn't play anywhere near their best or 50% their best. Uh, I, I think Papua New Guinea is probably the best side that the uh, English side has actually taken on this year as far as the team they've versed on the field. Um, they only scored one try in the 70th minute uh, but they, you know, PNG, they've had such a fantastic tournament. I've been so impressed with them and it is disappointing to see their World Cup finish in this fashion. Um, England though, very very impressive. Thomas Burgess, he came out and scored the first try just brute force uh, and then the kicking games kicked in and um, you obviously had Sam Tompkins, he set up a brilliant try for Makinson with a perfect little I think it was a right foot nudge. Go and have a look at it. Just the perfect grubber through the line. Found him out on the sting. Uh, and then it all just kicked into gear. Dominic Young cross. Ma- Ma- Mackinson managed to score five tries in this game. He was very impressive. I thought George Williams was sensational, though. Uh, he, came out, he scored a good try himself later on another two. Uh, he was everywhere, Georgie Williams. Ran for 150 metres as well. He was very, very impressive. Uh, look, a really good game all round by England. 46-6, as the scoreline indicates. Very impressive. I think it was Makinson who got man of the, the official man of the match. I would have gone him or George Williams, as I said. Both very, very impressive. Just to register the stats of Makinson, five tries. Uh, he only ran for 119 metres, which is a little bit unusual with 29 post-contact. But he did score a few tries off kicks. There was one try that he scored that was very unusual. England put the ball too deep into the ear goals Alex Johnson was catching it just before the ball line he never actually caught the ball. He sort of juggled it for a little bit, then he got whacked, it hit the ground, uh, and the referees called uh, a catch, so they took it out to the 20 metre, and a great challenge by England. They challenged this one, it went upstairs, a good call by Sam Tompkins on this play, uh, and it ended up being a try to Tommy Makinson, so uh, a, a bit of an odd game for for England, they just, you know, they just ran through them. Uh, I think it was, it was something like 20-0 or something after the first 20 minutes. I think after the 26th minute, it was like 38 nil or something. They just ran a train over them very early. It slowed down a lot after that. They only scored two tries in the second half. Neither was um, converted as well. So Tommy Makinson scored in the 57th and the 74th. Um, so yeah, to get them home, 46-0. So England... They will move on to next week. They will take on the winner of Tonga and Samoa, which is coming at 1am tomorrow morning or later tomorrow night, whatever you want to call it. I've got to work out what I'm going to do, if I'm going to stay up for it, if I'm going to go to sleep and get up for it. I don't know. I've got to work out what we're doing. Uh, but really looking forward to that one and the winner of that game will take on this English side who are looking very, very impressive. Thought Victor Radley was pretty good as well. Very tough in defense. Uh, Johnny Bateman, he, he played well. He had a, he had a little trice. Well, he, he he set up one try. He probably won't get the trices for it, but he should. Uh, a sensational little run into an offload. Really good game all round by the English. They were very, very impressive. So hopefully they can carry on that form into next week when they take on either Tonga or Samoa. Uh, p and though, their tournament comes to a finish here. Uh, I thought they were great throughout this whole World Cup. I've thoroughly enjoyed watching PNG. I've loved watching the halves, Lockie Lamb and Kyle labor I think they've been sensational. Once again, I'm reminded uh, of how disappointing it is that Reece Martin isn't in the NRL. Uh, I would love to have him here yeah, all good and well, he's in the Super League, and I know he's happy, but fuck, I would love to see him come back down to the NRL. A good tournament by Justin Olam and yeah, like your your Nixon putts, your Jacob Alex, these sort of guys, the hooker, he's been unreal as well. So, plenty of talent in this PNG side, I was very, very impressed with Dan Russell had a good World Cup as well. Um, and when you consider that they are, you know, missing a couple of guys. Xavier Coates was meant to be in this side. He's not in it. So there, there were a couple more guys they could have had in this team. Chico, they, they didn't pick him, obviously. so they could have him in this side. But I understand why they didn't pick him now. I thought it was a bit strange at the start of the tournament, but it made sense once we saw Iparpe go, go out and play. He was sensational, one of the players of the tournament. So PNG they bow out in the quarterfinals. A great World Cup. Thought they were very unlucky not to beat Tonga a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not sure how it could have turned out, but if they would have beaten Tonga there, it might have put them on a different side of the draw. I'm not sure who they would have played or whatever, uh, but it could have been interesting. I imagine they would have probably played Samoa. Um, but yeah, great World Cup for PNG. Love the way that they go about their footy and how passionate they are. Now the second game. We did tell you in the preview that Fiji was way too overs, uh, that you needed to take them with the line, take them with the start. We gave them 24, and it looks like we underappreciated them as well. 24-18, uh, to 18, New Zealand won by six points, and they only got back into it at the very back end of the game. Uh, we called in the preview yesterday to get on Mike Casivo, $3.40. I think it was an any-time try scorer. Absolutely fucking ridiculous, especially on that edge of Viliami Kikau. And uh, as it played out, the very first try, Kikau put... Sevo over there uh, so if you got on that a little bit of coin there for you I think we had Manu for two Sevo for one and then I think we had Husey who got close on a number of occasions there uh, but Mike Sivo he was a really good little value grab there um, now F- Fiji they dominated the first half they were all over them they scored uh, the second try as well Kev Naguama running a brilliant line, worth going to have a look at there. Uh, they go down the short side through Taruva, who for me was the man of the match. I thought he was incredible in this one. I think it ended up being uh, Joey Marnie who got man of the match, which I understand when you read his stats, but I thought Taruva, he did everything uh, for the Fiji side. He was great. And on this play, he went sort of down the short side. Um, you had Josh Wong and you had uh, Kevin Nguama, and they sort of, um, b- bit of an X sort of play, But you had Josh Wong go out the back. uh, And, of course, Kevin Aguama ran a brilliant little overs line. Sort of went through untouched. It was a great line by Kevin Aguama. And all of a sudden, Fiji, they were on the front foot and they were looking really good. And you sort of started to think... Can they hold on to this or will the Kiwis find a way back into it? Mulatalo, he scored in about the 25th minute to to, to, to close that gap. 12 6 at half time. Fiji, though, by far and away the better side in the first half. They probably would have been, as crazy as it sounds, probably a little bit disappointed to only go up by 6 at half time because they were the better side by quite some distance. Kevin Aguama scored just after half time, scoring his second try there. Fantastic stuff. And then the Kiwis, they started to um, to find their groove. Britton Akora scored in about the 50th minute. Uh, Joey Manu, he he backed it up with another brilliant little try. Great little raid down the left edge. And then Jordan Rapana, he scored in the 78th minute to wrap this one up. Jordan Rapana kicking three from four goals, which was good to see. He also had a penalty goal that was a bit of a controversial one. a strip that, I don't know, if it. it, I, I feel like if it was the other way around, it probably wouldn't have gone that way. So if I'm Fiji, I'm feeling pretty unlucky, to be honest with you. I thought there was a couple of calls in the back end that were very, very tough. Uh, but Geez, they can be proud of their efforts, Fiji. So fucking impressive. I think we all sort of spoke about when the Kiwis beat Fiji, and as I said yesterday, I thought it was going to be a lot closer than what people anticipated, but it was even closer than what I anticipated. Uh, so well done to Fiji. Fuck, they showed a lot of ticker throughout this World Cup, and you know I said it a few times, but you think about the guys that were missing as well. They could have had both Sifidis, they could have had Tarek Sims, uh, a heap of guys that they could have had in this side that they, that they weren't available or that they didn't take with them. So imagine what it could have been if Fiji had their absolute full-strength side. You throw those guys back into the mix here. A couple of those forwards come off the bench. All of a sudden, it might be a different story in the second half. But well done to Fiji. The Bati, a sensational World Cup for them. Uh, As far as guys that really impressed me in this game, uh, Sivo, apart from one pretty poor error he came up with, I I think it ended up being a penalty in the end, though. He was great. Taruva, he was my man in the match. He was sensational. I I thought that without him, Fiji would have been an absolute curry. Uh, He just needs to find a spot in the NRL. I know he's staying at Penrith for the next two years. Is. I'd love to see a loan deal or something, because he needs to be playing first grade. That's the end of it. Appy Strong again. Ha- had a couple of moments that a little bit uh, disappointing by Appy's standards, though. Uh, I thought Brandon Wakeham, he was great. He came out with a couple of really big players. I've always been a fan of Wakeham. I'm not sure if he's at Canterbury next year. I'm not sure if he's got a, a, an NRL contract for next season, but I've always just thought he's got something about him, Wakeham. I've always been a fan of him, so I hope that his NRL career continues somewhere. Corbin Sims, he was on a real mission, putting on a couple of big shots. Cow was great as always. Josh Wong, another impressive performance. And Sadrugu again, he was good. Uh, I believe he might have gone to the North Queensland Cowboys. Do your own research. There. But if he has, I think he could be uh, a really good get for them. Uh, yeah, we mentioned our boy Josh Wong. Um, seven runs, 65 metres. He made 52 tackles in this one. So he's an absolute workhorse. He's got all the highlights and everything, but he made 52 tackles against the Kiwis. Only missed three. So a pretty fucking good knock there. Very, very excited about this kid heading into the future. Um, look at Taruva. He had one try assist 188 metres, six tackle breaks, Um, and one line break assist. A very good game by him. Kevin Aguama, two tries, 135 metres, two tackle breaks, two line breaks. Uh, Very, very good. Five tackle breaks, sorry, two line breaks. So good game all round by Fiji. There's an argument out there. I've seen a few people say that the better team lost, and... Um, I, I don't know. I, I sort of sit on the fence with that. I think for the vast majority of the game, the Fiji side was the better team, but you have got to be better for the entire 80. And this is always the worry when you get these top tier nations, New Zealand, uh, Australia, England, going up against sort of those tier two sides like Fiji. It's, it's quite often the last 15, 20 minutes where these games can be decided. But Fiji so many positives to take out of this world cup so many so congratulations to them a fantastic world cup and very unlucky this morning uh, when you have a look through that side millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right You get to the next World Cup, Taruva, he'll still be the fullback. Sivo will still be there. Valemi will still be there. Appy he'll be a little bit older, but he'll still be there. Wakem will still be playing. Um, Tui Kamikamika will still be playing. Viliami Kikau, Josh Wong, he'll hopefully be in his prime by then. So a lot of positive signs for Fiji and hopefully uh, as a rugby league Nation, as far as playing in the Queensland Cup and everything, they can just keep on developing, find a couple of other stars. And this Fiji side, they could be fucking lethal come the next World Cup. For New Zealand, uh, we mentioned Joey Marno, He got the official man of the match, I believe. And he was great, no doubt about it. Uh, one try, 32 runs, 348 metres, 115 post-contact metres with 13 Tackle breaks. He was everywhere. Joey Marno, another one of those classy performances. Also, thought Jordan Rapana was pretty good in this one. 104 odd meters. Scored the match winning try. Six tackle breaks, one line break. He was very good. Uh, Mulatalo, he had four line breaks. So, he, he had a good game. He had a, a few errors. He had one where he knocked it on into the in goals, which could have been a big turning point, but they managed to defend it. Uh, so, five tackle breaks, four line breaks for Mulitalo. Scored a try as well. So, he'd be happy with that. Dylan Brown, two try assists. Husey, one try assist and uh, all the Kiwi forwards, they just went about their business. I thought Nelson Osofosolomona, he was really good. 114 metres off 13 runs, five tackle breaks, and he also made 38 tackles. James Harris, he got through a heap of work, 41 tackles, uh, and 94 odd metres off 13 runs. Uh, So yeah, look, New Zealand, I'm not sure if this will be how their full-string side will line up next week against the Kangaroos. I think for me, their biggest question is how do they mark Latrell Mitchell, and there's a couple of different ways to go about it, and we will We'll talk about that this week. But a great win by New Zealand. They really had it put to them. The performance wasn't fantastic, but just to find a way to win against the Fiji side that had the hot hand and was playing some really good footy and really weren't giving them a stack of opportunities for the vast majority of this game. Sometimes you got to win ugly and the Kiwis managed to here. Maybe it might set them up being in a bit, a bit more of a grinding affair for next week, a little bit better than how the Kangaroos have just been whitewashing everyone. So we'll see how that all plays out. But the Kiwis take on the Kangaroos next week for a spot in the final. And England next week will take on the winner of Tonga v. Samoa, which will be on tomorrow morning 1 a.m 1.30 a.m do your own research there one of the two I'll just confirm that for you 1.30 a.m Tonga v Samoa from Halliwell Jones Stadium so very keen for that one later tonight early tomorrow morning whatever you want to call it Uh, I will give you guys a little preview of that a little bit later today so stay tuned for that